Welcome to this episode of the National Police Association podcast number 50. Back the blue rally in Livingston County, Tulsa mourns fallen officer as another improves in hospital, and woke mob terrorizes Tennessee smokehouse after false rumors of back the blue donation, from Mount Morris, New York, the Daily News reports hundreds of people on motorcycles, in cars, trucks, and tractor trailers drove through the streets of Livingston County to show support for local law enforcement, I love America and I love our cops, said Geneseo resident Peggy Van Buren, with American flags flapping in the wind, people of all ages lined up at Hamptons Corners and Mount Morris to take part in the Back the Blue Ride and Rally, organizers say the purpose of the event was not to take away from any other groups but to simply thank law enforcement for all that they do. What people don't realize is that they have to make split-second decisions and the average person has not been put in that situation, said event co-organizer Roberta Irwin. I think if more people understood that they would realize that the police are just doing their jobs, along with friend Robert Simmel Jr., Irwin organized the event, starting at Hampton's Corners, the parade traveled through Mount Morris, Leicester, Clareville and right back up Route 39 and right back into Geneseo to the Wegmans parking lot. At the park across from Wegmans, they held a peaceful demonstration, sometimes the silent majority needs to stand up for what they believe in and think should be done, said Simal, one of those riding in the event and taking a stand to support local law enforcement was Mount Morris resident Cambiondo Lillo, I do agree that they are getting a bad rap and I do not think that is right, she said, there are bad people everywhere. There are bad nurses and bad doctors, it does not make them all bad, Perry resident Daniel Viennese agrees, I support law enforcement and everything that they do, without them there is chaos, said Viennese, Rob Fuller, an investigator with the Geneseo Police Department, was also of a like mind, people go into law enforcement not to hurt people, not to be power mongers, said Fuller, a Livonia resident who's been a police officer for the past 42 years. They go in for all the right reasons like helping people. Now they are getting villainized. Organizers said they were hopeful the event will help to shed a positive light on the police officers, who are helping and not hurting others. We just feel that all of the cops are getting a bad rap for the 1% of the cops that do not do the right thing, Erwin said. The rest of them are fantastic and keep our community safe. We can see what is going to happen around the county when the police forces are being dismantled. We want to have safety security and we thank them for the way that they keep us safe every day. In addition to educating people, organizers were also raising money to help police officers. On the roof of one of the cars Irwin was giving out donated flags and collecting donations for the Adopt-A-Station program. You can collect money for your individual station and buy gift cards, coffee, snacks. This is one way that people can give back and say thank you to the police officers and sheriff's deputies, said Irwin. Irwin says more rides could be planned in the future, we have nothing against other organizations, they have the right to voice their opinions and we have the right to say thank you to law enforcement, she said, we support law enforcement. From Tulsa, Oklahoma, Tulsa World reports that Tulsa police gave a full escort to fallen sergeant, Craig Johnson as his body was taken from St. Francis Hospital to the medical examiner's office and a few hours before police cruisers from the Tulsa Police Department and neighboring agencies began staging at Law Fortune Park, near the hospital, officers got word that Officer Arash Zarkshan, who remains hospitalized after both he and Johnson were shot, is improving, the update came in a time when we needed good news, 
Police spokesman Denny Bean said, a procession of squad cars escorted Johnson's body to the medical examiner's office at Oklahoma State University Center for Health Sciences in West Tulsa, as rush hour traffic stacked up alongside them in South Tulsa, some passers-by made their way to the front of the line to pay their respects, outside the BOK Center downtown Wednesday evening. What had been planned as a rally to celebrate law enforcement became an impromptu vigil for the two officers. Tim McDaniel, vice president of the Thin Blue Brotherhood Foundation, said the plan for a small gathering for police support became something much more after Monday morning's events. Then this tragedy happened, McDaniel said, it's obviously taken a much darker twist, so now we're going to come out here and honor these men who put their lives on the line. The gathering, with back the blue signs and flags grew to about 150 people as the sun fell behind the arena. Once the escort ended, several officers from the Tulsa Police Department made their way to the event. 1. Officer Daryl Ross of Life PD fame and the Mingo Valley Division, spoke about Johnson, his fallen friend and mentor. Ross said the man who had taught him so much wouldn't want his death to be in vain. He taught me how to cop, Ross said, he was a good man, a family man and an honest man. He taught me how to teach other officers to do the right thing, to be a part of the community. The day my friend and officer Arash Zarkshan were shot, I was angry, my sisters beside me, my brothers beside me, they were angry, too, but that is not what he taught me. I ask each and every one of you not to move forward with hate in your heart, I want you to move forward with love. A small group of protesters across 3rd Street held signs. But apart from one shouting match between two people who were promptly told to keep it down, the rally remained peaceful, mixed among the chants and applause for speakers, there were a few tears in the crowd, it took only a few words, like when McDaniel talked about the noisy rip of Velcro from a ballistic plate carrier vest, to make several eyes well up, Francie Easel mostly held back her tears near the back of the crowd, her husband, Mike Easel, is a Tulsa police officer. The two work on a board for new police academy graduates advocating for mental health. Part of their message is for new officers to recognize that the weight they feel with their badges is dwarfed by the weight carried by those who worry for their safety until they come through the door at home, ripping open the Velcro fasteners to take off their vests, she said. It's the most comforting sound, Francie Easel said. It used to annoy me when he was in the academy, but the first day he left, on duty, I'll never forget when he came home. It had a very different sound to it. From Chattanooga, the Federalist reports say Tennessee restaurant was forced to cancel a nearly $1,000 order after woke mobsters launched a harassment campaign based on unsubstantiated rumors perpetuated by local media that it planned to donate the food to a Back the Blue rally. Shuford's Smokehouse in Chattanooga said its business began receiving online threats from self-proclaimed social justice warriors warning they would tear down the decades-old diner for its apparent donation to a pro-police function. Shuford's owners, however, clarified that the order was no giveaway, but instead a clear-cut business transaction. A lady placed an order Tuesday for food for Saturday. She said she was taking it to the pro-police back the blue rally in Chattanooga. It was just a business transaction, we did not donate the food, Madison Davis, daughter of restaurant owner Jeff, told the Tennessee Star. One of the news channels reported on Thursday that we were supplying the food for the rally, Davis added, without naming the outlet to avoid stirring up more controversy, so they made it sound like we donated the food, and we did not, 
whenever that got reported is when we started getting threats, threatening phone calls, harassment, nasty negative reviews on our Facebook. Davis said the harassment became so bad for the restaurant that employees took extreme measures to protect themselves, while the smokehouse removed its Facebook page after online trolls caused ratings to plummet, we went from a 4, 8 to a 4, rating, in less than an hour because of people blowing it, Facebook, up, calling us nasty things that I really don't want to repeat, Davis told the star, we finally got a threat that someone was going to burn our building down where we smoke all of our meat in. That is when we decided to cancel, we didn't want to do the transaction anymore, while the restaurant is still standing, the Davises took a hit, losing out on a $1,000 order in an era of ongoing pandemic uncertainty in the service industry, among those leading the online harassment campaign was Chattanooga Black Lives Matter activist Cameron Williams, who later said he would take down posts and videos indicting the restaurant for racism based on false local reporting. According to a screenshot of the messages exchanged between the restaurant owners and Williams obtained by the Federalist, Williams pledged to take down the defamatory content if the restaurant released a statement clearing up confusion about the order. He said that he would take down the post and videos if we made a public statement that it was not donated, Davis said, per our attorney's advice. We did that, instead of following through with his word, he did not take down the slandering stuff. While the restaurant held up its end of the bargain, Williams did not, and instead his posts remain up rallying his followers to demonize the local small business. In one video, Williams bragged about his followers having forced the restaurant to delete their Facebook ASAP and encouraged people to place realistic Togo orders they never intend to pick up after leaving bad reviews on Google. In the past, Williams has rooted for America's destruction encouraging rioters to tear down property that is not black-owned while chastising Independence Day as racist. Chattanooga police have begun an investigation into protester threats, naming Black Lives Matter as the suspect. From McHenry County, Illinois, the Woodstock Independent reports that nearly 1,000 motorcycles and cars proceeded out of Woodstock Harley-Davidson Saturday to support law enforcement officers in McHenry County. Despite the heat, the sun, and the threat of interaction with protesters, motorcyclists, families, and vehicles showed up in force to back the blue. The ride, organized by Joe Alger, a U.S. Army veteran and former Crystal Lake resident, began and ended in Woodstock. It was promoted as a family-friendly event welcoming all street legal vehicles. It began with the bike community, Alger explained, because I know they appreciate our police who protect us but it spread to include anyone who wanted to join, I'm proud of the turnout, but I'm not surprised, Lonnie Richason put true patriots care flags at each stop, I believe the magic of the United States is that the majority of us are out doing our jobs and going to work and serving our constitution, he said, and we stay quiet because we are focused on doing what we need to do to support our family, but when things get bad, and, the people who put their life on the line every day are threatened, we come out in droves, that says something, Jerry Christofferson, founder and president of True Patriots Care, called the event incredible, it took almost 25 minutes, for the group to fully, leave the parking lot, he said, it was not surprising to see everyone out supporting our men and women in blue, heirs of voting law enforcement motorcycle club brought their Wisconsin chapter, as well as their local chapter out of McHenry, to the event, heirs of Odin President Dakota, said, they put their lives on the line every day, and we want to show our respect here in McHenry County, 
after a blessing and an urging from Alger to not engage with any protesters who were scheduled along the route, more than 1,500 participants drove to the Crystal Lake and McHenry Police Departments and the McHenry County Sheriff's Office before returning to greet Woodstock Police on the square. Peggy Parkinson from Harvard agreed, We want to tell the police officers, thank you, she said, that is what all of this is about, being thankful, as a motorcycle rider. Parkinson said the bike community understood what it felt like to be typecast. Her husband, Tom, said it was emotional to see the bikes in his rearview mirrors and law enforcement officers at the stations, you could feel it, he said, I think we as a community just want the officers to know that we have their backs. This news brought to you by the National Police Association. To learn more about how you can help law enforcement accomplish its goals visit nationalpolice.org.